Hey, Matrix Respective fans, it's Tooch. I just wanted to apologize for this super-duper late, quote-unquote, first-to-look, even though y'all probably saw this forever ago, if you're at all interested. Uh, I mean, this is Gundam Origin 2, the third one's about to drop. I just completely forgot that we never put this up. It, it was a hectic end of the year. So, um, but after this, our recent first looks are going up soon. Uh, Gundam Thunderbolt and then Macross Delta. So look out for them. But for right now, I just wanted to, I just needed, needed to get this out of the way. Otherwise, I'd probably forget it again. I almost did. I'm really sorry. Bye. Welcome to Mechtrospective, the, the Mecha podcast where we cover everything or Mastro Boy to Mazinger Z. I'm Tooch. I'm Devin. And once again, we're delving into the granddaddy of all uh, real robots. Robot. Real robots. Robots in general, man. It's it's Mobile Suit Gundam. The origin. The origin. We so, finally decided to watch it. <laughs> for you sticklers out there for continuity uh, or consistency, I didn't say continuity because that's... I, I didn't forget what... Just, I, just roll with it. Yeah. Um, so we did the first episode... I, we said we'd just do the Gundam Origins as they come out uh-huh. and kind of figure out when we're going to put them. So we find... I As you, as everyone knows, I am the Gundam guy. Like, mm-hmm. Gundam is my jam. Right. And uh, Tooch is just along for the ride, but he likes it too. I, I Yeah, I fucking love it. And uh, I've read the entire... From this, this point now, I've read the entire origin manga up to book 11 out of 12. Mm-hmm. Because the English print book, uh, book for book 12 doesn't come out for another month. Right. And so... But I have read the entire part that's being adapted to OVA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop any spoilers for those who haven't read the manga because if you're just a fan of Gundam in general, like if you just like 0079 or just the Universal Century's lore, or just Char as a character, or just any of the characters as characters, just read through the origin. It like it gives it it gives a whole level of more level of depth to literally every part of the series. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's essentially, it's, they, it's, it's, it's super great. But, uh, let's, fo- but uh, we did the first episode of, uh, we did the first episode, which was, uh, Blue-Eyed Cosval, and, uh, we did that one as a main episode, it's our second episode. Right. But, now that we have the SD episodes, we're gonna content, we're gonna do the rest of Origin as SDs while they drop, and just kind of release them where we see fit. Yeah. So, Origin 2, um, follow... Is in the year uh, 0071. Yeah. It's three years after th- they arrived on Earth. Mm-hmm. So Char is about fucking pizza truck. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's the pizza truck. What's a pizza truck? It's a truck that makes pizza, and you run out to the truck. It's like an ice cream truck where they give you pizza instead. Okay, I'm actually not mad that it interrupted us now because now I know that exists, and the world's a, the world's. The, a you know what the place. only you know what made the thing better? If they had like one of those iPhone like card scanners, because they only take cash. It's dumb. What kind of food truck doesn't have a card scanner? It's 2015. None of the ones in Philly, because that means you have to give your part of your money to somebody else. Everyone just does cash only. Dude, they gotta get with the times. Yeah, Philly needs to do that. But uh, 0071, that Sela Artesia, well, now living under the name Sela Mass, mm-hmm. uh, and Char living in, the name. In, 
Salem Mass and Edward Effect. Edward Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Mass. Um, at Char's living under the name Edward Mass, and uh, they live in they live on Earth, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. Uh, Jim Barral is still alive, and he's kind of he's kind of old and cra- he's even older and crazier. He is. He's just a pile. He's just a pile of flabby old man and crazy. Yeah. He super wants to do an arm takeover of Munzo. That's super impossible because he's alone. And he's old. Yeah, he he's 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 basically just grasping at straws. Just the the ramblings of a of a of a, of a tired old man, like just, a defeated man. He just he just he just doesn't want to die with the world with the world the state it's in. But he he's gonna have to. And he dies horribly. I mean, he goes out. The only person in the Universal Century to go out as hard as him, at least as far as I've seen so far, uh, is his son. <laughs> so. Is Ron Baral. Um, but Jim Baral uh, gets impaled onto a wall by a knight. A literal knight. Now this is what I want to know. Was that knight... Was, was he just there? Just hiding as a suit of armor for, like, all day? Was that just Agent 47? <laughs> like, basically... <laughs> Was it was that was that fucking Zeon was that fucking like a Zeon assassin who just went deep cover? What if he was that suit of armor for like two months? Right. Like what if like what if like a guy's like hey you really hey like Tia, hey Don Tiabolo you really want to buy this fucking suit of armor? Yeah. You live in a castle, right? He's like okay, fine, like God, buy a like, suit of armor. And, and and it's like you know he has to like in the dead of night when all the servants are asleep and everybody's asleep he like he he leaves to go like eat and eat and use the toilet and stuff and everyone like like a rumor starts up like oh. Like there's, there, there's like a there's like a ghost knight haunting the castle, and it just becomes like a local legend. You know, <laughs> it's it's actually an assassin. So, but uh, this guy named uh, Tiabolo Mass, he's a big fat man who's nice and kind. Yes, he's a rich fat guy who uh, adopts Sela and Char. He's probably the only rich fat guy ever. He's probably the only rich fat guy aristocrat in the entire human history of fiction that was actually not a snobby dickhead yeah and he, f- he survived falling out a window too holy shit yeah like out of out of everyone in mobile suit gundam to like live through a through like a catastrophic injury you'd think it wouldn't be some rando i mean he, he was fucked up by it though oh yeah absolutely so there's this so like the zombies essentially are like okay we finally located the the the, the son the children of daikun let's let's kill him and so like Fucking just armed rebels storm the place, shoot up everybody, and uh, Char kills a man with a sword. Yeah, he he kills Jim Baral's assassin. He kills the knight, stabs him in the fucking face through the fucking face grate, fucking berserk style. Yeah, honestly, it was like something out of Berserk, and like Char's kind of hardcore. <laughs> like thirteen year old, thirteen, fourteen year old Char is pretty hardcore. I mean, ten year old Char was pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah, he uh, was, and. And so, so that happens, and they're like, "Well, this isn't this. We're not safe. This didn't work." So they're visited by Mister Yashima, who is a rich, uh, like businessman. Who uh, he's he's one of like the big guy, big names in the colonies. Like mm-hmm. he's one of like he's like he's like one of the big you know entrepreneurs and like big like economic. He essentially he has a lot of money, right? And uh, he introduces his daughter to Don Tiabolo, Mirai Yashima, who we know from Double Seventy Nine. She's cute. And she's, tiny. she's like fifteen. She she really wants to go to. Davian in space, and she eventually marries Bright. <laughs> Aww. She she lives out her dream of turning a useless boat wheel on a spaceship. <laughs> well, well, like, there, she has a line of dialogue where she says that, like, um, she, her, she used to, like, help 
uh, like her father used to have like space yachts, mm-hmm. and so she would like she knew how to like control them, and so but it, it was like the same principle. That's amazing. Uh, and then uh, but yeah, so they decide you guys gotta you guys why don't we submit to the zombie family? Like why don't we like bow our heads for a while and we just uh say okay let's why don't we move you to Loom? Loom is nice and neutral. It's mm-hmm. close to uh. It's close. It's close to side three. Close to the moon. And we got a nice colony called Texas Colony. It was like, it's essentially a, it's essentially a dude ranch. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a freaking dude ranch. It's a freaking dude. It's, it's, it's a cowboy cylinder. It's, it's a big cylinder in space full of horses. <clears throat> it's, and uh, they go back to Texas Colony in, during the One Year War. Oh. It was, remember when, when he first fought Char and the Gelgoog and they were like, it was like a big, because the colony got damaged during the Battle of Loom, so mm-hmm. like, it was uninhabitable, and it was just like, it was a sand and shit blowing around inside of it. Mm-hmm. It was like a desert kind of one. Oh, right. Yeah. Where like, Lala, that was where like, uh, Lala, like, and Char kind of like, you know, did a thing. They were in like a covered wagon. Vaguely. Yeah. It's in the third movie. <laughs> oh. It's in the third movie. And, um, but they go back to Texas Colony. So, like, Texas Colony was not a thing invented by Origin. But uh, Texas Colony was the only colony inside 5 to not be entirely destroyed during the Battle of Loom. Wow. Like, that's like, to put it into perspective, like, how fucked the Battle of Loom was, that's like, if the that's like if there was a large-scale conflict in the middle of, like, Manhattan. Oh. Like, literally, there is no way, and, like, it just happens. Like, just two armed sides immediately happen, and then just just meet in the middle of, like, Manhattan. And then the entire city's just leveled. That... Like, New York City's entirely leveled. That would be insane. That is what the Battle of Loom. There was, like, no survivors of the Battle of Loom. You lived inside five, and you didn't get out. You didn't. You didn't get out. So, but, uh, this is, that was, that's eight years in the future. Right. So Char and, well, no, not Char, but uh, Edward and Sela mm-hmm. uh, meet Roger Asnable, who's the head of Side 5, essentially. Like, he he kind of runs shit, and he's like, hey, I have a son who looks just like Cosval with brown eyes. His name is Char Asnable. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone who's watching is kind of like, oh, no, no, no. And they high-five, and you're like... Oh no! This is gonna end poorly. So we uh back on back in space though we see some cool shit. Mm. We see uh we see we see Howley Crom uh we see Crowley Crowley Hamon that's her name uh and you know just, you know she's still a lounge singer and it's nice and but the Fetties are still dickheads and crash the party and Rumble Roll kicks the shit out of all of them and he's visited by none other than Big Man Big Jinx the big, do- the big Jinx Dazzle and he's just like yo. Like, Rambaral, I know you fucking hate my family, but, like, I, you gotta check the shit out. So he, like, so he takes, so he meets up with the Black Tri-Stars. Uh-huh. Uh, Mash, Ortega, and Gaia. Before they were the Black Tri-Stars. Before they were the Black Tri-Stars, yeah. And he's just like, holy fuck, like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? He's like, check the shit out. Like, we, we, have, we took these old, like, robots that we used to build colonies, and we're like, we made them walk upright, and we, like, we're gonna, like, Fucking fight the Federation. We're gonna we're gonna use them to fight. We're gonna fight a war. We're gonna fight the war with them. And you see the first prototype mobile suit. And it's it's pretty rad. It's pretty it's it's pretty basic. And then they make another one. And it's blue. And it's blue piloted by piloted by Rambaral and they fight. Yeah. And it's great. It's everything's good. Yes. It, it's so but uh and then uh Crowley's sad and Astraya, but it, and it gets really sad when Astraya dies. Oh, yeah. uh, Char and Char and Sela's mother. Well, 
Edward and Sayla's mother die. And uh, it kind of kind of changes Edward a little bit. He's kind of... Yeah, he, he's kind of not the same person that he was. No. And uh, so, like, Tiabolo visits, like, the uh, the school. He's like, yeah, we got, we're going to, like, kick Char out. He's like, why? He's like, is he, like, bad? And he's like, no, he gets, like, straight A's. And he he's even, like... He's terrifying. I'm scared of him. He's terrifying. He scares everyone, including me. I'm. He needs to go away. He needs to go away. Stop it. Cut it out. So, and so, I'm like, scared. And so, like, Char gets, like, really intense, and, like, he finds that this guy, he, like, this guy who's been tailing them, like, the entire episode, he just, like, fucking, like, just confronts at a bar and just beats the crap out of him. Yeah. He's about to kill, he was about to kill him with a, with a plank of wood with nails on it. In front of, like, in front of a bunch of people. Like, in the middle of a, of the street. Just as it, as if it were still cowboy times. And everyone's just kind of like, holy fuck. And so they're like, yeah, well, why don't, why don't, why don't we just, just take, 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 why don't we take him? And we were just like, hey, we're just like, go, go to sci-fi. Go, go, to, go to Loom. Go to the, go to this big prestigious high school in Loom. And like, you'll, you'll do well. Cause you're like, Char's smart. Like, right. he's a smart guy. But real, but a real Char, Char the actual Char, Char Aznable, Prime, Char Prime, the actual brown-eyed Char Aznable, yeah. uh, has fallen victim to Xeon propaganda. All those Garen speeches. And he's, he got into military school. He can go to the Xeon Military Academy. And you're just like, oh no. Something's, something's in the works. Something's gonna happen. And so, what we see is, like, and then, then Lucifer dies, the little kitty. The little cat, the little cat dies, like, not long after their mother dies. And you're just like, And so, oh. Sayla, Sayla buries, Sayla buries the cat next to, next to where they set up a grave to represent their mother. Because I mean, obviously they're not they're not what they she get is. The body. Yeah, no, and they could they couldn't even put, they couldn't even put the name on the tombstone. Um, and uh, that's fucked up. So, and so as she's mourning, like the, as as she's mourning her cat and her mother, the the last thing in her life, Char. Well, the last thing in her life, Casval. Yeah. Also, is just like, oh, by the way, um, uh, peace. Yeah, he's just like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to space, and I'm gonna. You're not gonna see me for a while. I'm gonna go do stuff that. You're and not he pretty gonna... much, he pretty much, he pretty much, like without saying it, says, "I'm gonna go kill the zombies." They killed mom. I'm gonna go kill the zombies. Yeah. Uh. Peace. So, and sorry the episode about, ends sorry with the famous, like, with you know, with Sailor running, like, Casper. Yeah, just like that famous scene from 0079, yeah, that flashback. That, that, that famous flashback. It's it's this. This is it. Yeah, we get to tell that's the last time you know she saw Jar until you know 0079. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, thinking about that. Like, this is a good episode. Like, not a lot not a lot happens, but a lot also happens, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, 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 the website went by fast. Like, in a, actually, I know a lot of shit happens in this episode, but, like, uh, they cut off, they cut, the point where they cut off this episode is a bit weird, because, like, I thought maybe they were gonna, gonna, like, you know, I don't know. Like, they cut some, they cut some, some scenes out, like, uh, Sayla being harassed by a couple people, which is how she met Edward, was that... Edward and Char kind of team up and kick the asses of these dickhead cowboys that are trying to flirt with, like, a ten-year-old sailor, even though they're, like, 30. And I'm like, what? What? Cowboys, man. What? And and so, uh, what do you think of this episode? Was it better than the first one? I, well, I mean, like, that's, that's dumb to say. That's, that's like, subjective. That's kind of like, is the second chapter of this book better than the first chapter? Like, what are you talking about? It's all the same thing. It's the same story. 
I mean, sometimes, though, like, a first episode can, like, not really grab you as much as a second episode. I guess. I mean, like, like, I felt that way about Ash vs. Evil Dead. I thought the second episode was way better than the first one, but the first one was still good. Yeah, I, I guess what I mean is it's, it's, it's like, it's it's such a sweeping epic that I just, that I just feel like, you know, I've, I've picked up where it left off, and it's really just, it's, it's just continuing the same story, and I, and I, I don't, I don't feel any sense of detachment, like, it, it, it just feels more like, like, it feels like you could smush this all together, like, when this is all said and done, and just, like, whoosh, and yeah, just watch, watch just watch the origin OVAs. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many, like, they said they're gonna do four. That, and, make, that makes sense to me, because the trailer for the third one it takes place in seventy takes place in, in, in 0077. Yeah, so... we've so, only got, like, two more years until they get to the... It's just there was a lot, yeah. like, they might not show in... I guess they're probably, they might not show any of the Amuro stuff then. Then, the, no, well, no, because they haven't. This is this is clearly Char-focused. It's, yeah, but it's, it's like... It's Char-focused. We, oh, yeah, let's talk about Baby Amuro for a minute. Oh, yeah, so... so and, and, like, Baby Amuro was in the trailer, so I knew he was coming... And it's just some really quick scene of of, of Amaro. They're, they're when they're going to, to side five. Yeah, with with him at the airport, and he loses his little Haro toy, and he puts him back in the box, and his dad, his dad is like, Amaro, quit fucking around, come on. Uh, I should have even bought that for you. And and this seven year old Amaro starts talking, and it's clearly an adult man. It's clearly an adult Japanese man, and I was just like, they. Didn't. It was Toru Furuya. It's it's Amro's it's Amro's original voice actor who has always voiced Amro in everything. Does Amro just sound like that his entire life? I mean, good on you, Amro. <laughs> I just realized that scene took place like right after that scene where it's just like you're taking Amro to space, aren't you? And he's just like, yeah, I want him to see the colonies. Like, yep. Oh, uh, that took place like right after that scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that's what I mean. That origin gives like a whole nother level of depth to the entire Universal Century. Yeah, like if you like if you watch if you watch the if you watch the Mobile Suit Gundam films and then go right into Gundam the Origin, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, like you're gonna be like because there's no because it, and it is only 0079 stuff. There's no like there's no like Zeta hints. Yeah, there's because like. This wasn't this wasn't written this wasn't written by Tomino. Origin the manga was done by Yoshikazu uh, Yasuhiko, who um, was the guy who did the original character designs and designed the original Gundam. Right. Uh, and so he did the manga like I think it started in two thousand four and ended in, like twenty ten mm-hmm. or like twenty like eleven or I forgot I forgot when it ended. Like uh, but he did it was also a one man show. Manga was a one man show. He did he inked it. Drew it, wrote it, which is also why it took so long. But he also, I think, is like semi-retired, so he doesn't really do anything else, really. That's fair. God, just imagine just like just being retired and just getting up every day and just having nothing to do but work on fucking Gundam: The Origin. What a fucking life! And not even like, and do it because you want to do it, not even because you're like being hassled by editors. Yeah. Christ, that's the the the, the reason the Ava manga took so long to publish. Was not was the fact that it was a side project. Yeah, is that like so the the uh, Sadamoto wrote it in between you know working on other projects. Of course. So this episode was super good. Yeah. It uh there was some some scenes where I was actually where there were obviously CGI, but I was still impressed by it. The CGI is amazing in this. It looks really good. Um, it's it, really well done. It, it's like what like Unicorn at times I thought they were using CGI and I couldn't tell honestly. Right. And now like I can tell they are. But, and a lot of people were like, oh no, because it usually went, and I understand why people were hesitant, because, like, CGI in anime usually looks fucking terrible. Right. Like, it usually looks ungodly bad. But this did not. This is really good. Mm-hmm. This, and, uh, 
just a warning though, like as you may be like, oh, it's it's called the origin. It's a prequel. Like it's not a prequel. Uh, we I believe we we expounded upon this in the first episode of the origin, where it's like, no, you have to you have to have seen it's, 0079 it's, to understand. Uh, like you can. You like you? I guess you could watch these like and then move into like, movie one, but yeah, you, you just you wouldn't. It wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah, uh, like also like, like honestly, I, that would be a really interesting thing to do to see somebody watch it like that. Yeah, but like I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to conduct an experiment using a person like that because that feels like it's breaking some kind of scientific morality law. <laughs> just like um, I remember it's unethical. Somebody was saying the best way to show somebody who's never seen Star Wars before the or the movies is watch New Hope, Empire. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, then Return of the Jedi. I mean, that'd be interesting. Because he says, because all the things that would be spoiled by the prequels, like Anakin being Luke's father, um, who Yoda was, who Obi-Wan was, that's all explained in Empire and right. in New Hope. And then you can watch the prequels, and then you can see the resolution in Jedi. That's interesting. And then my my thing is just like, or you could just... Or you could just, just not watch the prequels. Or you could just not watch... Or you could just read the, novel, the better novelizations of the prequels. Oh, yeah. Hold Hold on, let's let's pause this movie marathon and read three books. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Okay. Anyway, all horse shittery aside, um, this is this was a pretty solid episode. Um, I could feel I could see some people being disappointed at the lack of mobile suit action because if that's what you're going to for Gundam, that you're not going to get this much because like, well, I mean, anybody mobile who suits saw, don't exist yet. <laughs> anybody who saw Gundam: The Origin One knows knows that that knows that this isn't this isn't a this isn't a this isn't an OVA series where you go to see giant robots fight. Even though the Battle of Loom at the beginning of the first episode was pretty awesome. Yeah, but then after that, it's literally nothing. Yeah, it's literally there's like there's and then there's the let's count the gun tanks. Yeah, and then there's a gun tank fiasco, but it was like that that was more that was more like horrifying shenanigans by a, by like a by like a small child. Yeah, like, it's not really a battle. Yeah, man, these OVAs are next level. Like they're really good. Like uh, I'm I'm super I'm. My biggest thing is that, like, because it's not much the mystery to me of, like, oh, what, what actually happened, because I've read the manga. Mm-hmm. But, like, as I was, I was just kind of thumbing through the, uh, the volume that this adapted, and I show, and, like, Tutor's actually commented that, like, holy crap, like, frame for frame, they, they took this. Like, they, they adapted this. Like, they really did. Like, like, they, frame by they, frame. They did their best. And, like, it was, it was super impressive. Uh, but anyway, that's, I think that's, that's, we talked about, we, we, is there anything else you want to talk about? We saw, we saw Garma for five seconds. Yeah, well, oh yeah, little, little baby Garma, who continues to be just the cutest little button. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we saw, also, we, I guess we can talk about the trailer for, uh, for Origin 3. Right, uh, uh, the trailer for or- Origin 3 Gundam School Musical, <laughs> where, where Char and Garma join a basketball team and get their head in the game. Um. um. <laughs> so... Uh, That's the... all I took from the trailer. Yeah. I don't know about you, Devin. Uh, if if you guys are curious and you just and you didn't know that there's a PV for three already, just search Gundam: The Origin Three PV on YouTube, and you should. Uh, you'll find something. You'll find something. We found one in English, and the dub. I don't think the dub of Origin One was that good. I mean, I'm. I, I could probably watch it just fine. I'm I'm picky with dubs, but then again, like when it comes. I'm less picky with dubs if it's, like, not part of a big franchise. Mm-hmm. Because if it's part of a big franchise, I know it's going to be inconsistently dubbed. That's fair. And that's one of my biggest gripes with dubs is inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I think they're doing a, I think they're doing as good of, a, good of a job as they can here. Like, the like the guy who voices Char in this voices, what's his name, in Unicorn? Full Frontal. Yeah, Full Frontal and Unicorn. And he's the guy who also voiced Char in uh, 0079. 
in the in the end. I think he also voiced Char and Zeta, but he did a terrible job voicing Char and Zeta. I don't Zeta. think it was the same guy. Like, here's the thing about the dub of Zeta. Mm-hmm. If that dub was done in 1985, uh, that would be completely acceptable. That dub right. was done in 2006. To be fair, it helps that the animation is from the 1980s. It does, but like when you compare it to the original, how much emotion the original voice cast puts into it and how... I don't know. I can watch it fine. Usually in dubs, the main casts are fine, but, mm. like, throwaway characters are, like... It's a Gundam! Yeah, it's, like... Like, that would be... That's, if I watched the Wang dub right now, every time someone said, it's a Gundam, I would just get snapped back to reality and have to, like, force myself to reimmerse. Which is why when we do it, we have to play a drinking game and drink every time they say it's a Gundam. Or when we get we watch C, drink every time, so every time Kira's voice actually says, Coordinator! Coordinator. Oh. Well, then you're like, now you're just trying to kill us. Probably because we're watching Seed. That's your plot all yeah, along. Yeah, my, my plot is my... <laughs> Gundam Seed, take a shot every time you think it's bad. Here <laughs> lies Devin and Tooch. They die doing what they hate. <laughs> <laughs> take a shot every time you think something's bad. Just me, like, just... Just chugging. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working fast enough. You t- <laughs> you do, like, flip upside down the couch and try to butt chug it. Like, Devin, No! <laughs> What ha- what happened to Devin? He 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 was watching Seed and he started butt chugging vodka. <laughs> started butt chugging Jaeger. Uh, even worse. <laughs> because that's all I drink. Can't, I I don't know how you drink Jaeger. Vanilla spice Jaeger. What? It's, what's what's vanilla spice? I just what's spicy vanilla? Well, it's it's like it tastes kind of like it just tastes like vanilla. It's literally what oh, it it's, tastes. Oh, okay. It, imagine vanilla extract. Uh-huh. It tastes like vanilla extract, except, like, without the crazy aftertaste. I mean, like, how strong is the vanilla? Because I can imagine if it's liquor, then that would be that would be nauseating. <laughs> it's not, it's a, honestly, like... Because Jaeger's already nauseating to me. They're really? strong. Well, it's like, it's, isn't, isn't it, like, licorice a little bit? A little bit. Vanilla spice, I, I, vanilla, I, the vanilla spice is way better. Okay. Because, like, I've had both, but, like, I prefer the vanilla well, spice. Well, then we can get some, we can get some vanilla spice and we'll bomb it. Yeah. And then you'll be like, you'll take the rest of this. I'm like, cool! Let's watch Gundam Seed! Jesus. Devin never says ever again in his life. Yeah. So, uh, so that's been, that's been a, that's been this Mech's Respective SD on, yeah. on Molesu Gundam The Origin oh, 2. On, that is a different, that is, that is a different <laughs> Good thing. Gundam series. Oh, by the way, I, not, I forgot. Uh, well, first of all, hold on, because that's what we'll go out on. Uh, ways to contact us, as always, mechtrospective at gmail.com. If we get anything wrong, our corrections uh, our corrections subject line for all corrections emails is hey douchebag, because that's how we'll be able to tell you're sending in a correction. Um, or just, you know, we'll read anything on the show, because no one emails us. Follow us on Twitter, at mechtrospective, and uh, follow us on Tumblr. We, we, we uh, always your blog really cool uh, mech, get mech-related gifs at a uh, mechtrospective.tumblr.com and uh, just one thing that we want to go on uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite shonen mangas uh, My Hero Academia is getting an animated uh, it's getting an anime adaptation and they're slowly releasing information about it and um the guy who's voicing Midoriya you yeah. know you know who he voiced in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans who? Danji! <laughs> This has been Mechtrospective SD. I'm Tooch. Back to Donji. He's Devin, and we cry at Donji. You're supposed to die in a pair of breasts. They're soft, you know, not hard like this, like this cockpit. Stop the recording. Stop the recording.